Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Overline Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kevin on our hey, hardware team, and I'm also joined this week by Patrick. Hey, how's it going? We're all thrilled to be here today and to talk to you about the topic that we've we've picked for this week. And it's one that's interesting because it's blending its relevance, not only in the product uh, roadmap for Overline, but additionally in the headlines grabbed straight out of today's newspapers. So what we're talking about today is what happens when you introduce the concept of wireless trading to a local community. So we've talked about what happens when you introduce overline and overline wireless into a situation where the internet goes out but when the internet's on or off what is the actual implication of what happens to the financial communities around the world when overline wireless turns on so maybe let's start with patrick can you sort of give a quick uh, sort of recap of what the overall strategy is for overline wireless applied to the individual trader around the world? So the individual trader is really the people who may not have an advantage due to what they know. And there's a big difference between a strategy and noise. So think like Occupy Wall Street. That ended up, unfortunately, being mostly noise. You really didn't have a strategy behind it. And when you try to take on big institutions who are very entrenched in their position and are making their figureheads a lot of revenue, there's a lot of incentives to slow you down and to stop change from happening. Securities regulation hasn't changed for 70 years. So that's a red flag right there that there's been a stagnation in the evolution of the space. And then you see this emergent technology field, which is squarely where Overline comes in. But we want to come at this with a strategy, not with noise. And so very first advantage that a hedge fund gets over the little guy is the ability to look at a trade first. Most people don't know that. So like when you're, you know, Craig, if you hit the buy button on the Robinhood app, if I hit the buy button on the Robinhood app, me and you were equal, but it's not equal for Citadel. They actually get to see our order before it hits the regular brokers and decide whether or not they're going to take it. This is something that's been concerning to me for years. And it's why we got on to a small amount of press to test this as a way to introduce its technology. But to look at it from how do we make this a logical strategy forward to upset the tables? We need to give the little guy a shot. An example of an exchange giving the little guy a shot, the little guy being me, being Craig, being anyone listening to this, is IEX, which is the exchange of the guy that Flash Boys, the book about high-frequency trading was- By Michael Lewis, right? Exactly, Michael. So same guy who did Moneyball. That whole story is about an unfair advantage that IEX is trying to correct by slowing down trades, but there's a better way to do it. There's a better way to make it fair, and that is called localized exchange groups. This brings fear down the spine of every big hedge fund owner. 
<laughs> localized exchange group makes them shudder. <laughs> right, right. It's funny. I want to sort of, I want to sort of pause just to digest what you're saying there. So it, it's like you said, we got some some press earlier uh, in the year around this whole uh, Robin Hood Citadel dynamic, and a lot of the public outcry just because whether it was a lack of information or uh, misinformation, the outcry was that they're doing something illegal or they're doing something wrong. What actually is uh, the unfortunate news is that the table is simply set against the Main Street investor. Everything that was done seemingly uh, was completely legal. It's just that the rules of the game were rigged such that if you are not a uh, mega hedge fund with access to uh, unquantifiable amounts of data and influence and information, you're going to lose every time. And so introducing something like a local area trading network uh, is changing the game completely. Is that, did a I understand? Local, a local saying? exchange group. It's a leg. Local exchange group. A leg up. A leg up. I, I love it. Yeah. Excellent. So, so this is a so this leads into a good question. So, how does how does a local exchange group work? Because uh, we've we've talked before about broadcasting uh, something like a text or a trade over overline wireless, but those texts and those trades and actually those those transactions feed into this local exchange group. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think maybe here we can ask Kevin more about why local is what's happening. And this also goes back to like emblems and their use. So Kevin, you know, what kind of, what kind of range, what does local mean to somebody mm. when you say a local exchange group? Well, yeah, before I jump into, because this is, this is absolutely like the heart and soul of this technology, but it harkens back to your, your point from the very beginning of, do you have a strategy beyond the noise? Because noise isn't a bad thing, but noise without a strategy ends up just being a song that nobody plays again. And this is the opportunity and the way that this technology actually strated in a, you know, in a strategic way moves forward beyond anyone else. And that is in these localized areas. So. The, the range for a locale can be one node's you know, transmission length, but it can be a small conglomerate of nodes. So mm. it doesn't need to, we don't need to put a, you know, a, a boundary and draw a circle. You know, this is the radius of one local community. It is, it is simply the number of nodes clustered together before an onboarding point to the network. And so these nodes will work in collaboration with each other to assemble a block. And that block will then have all the transactions that have been completed and signed and any orders that have been posted and signed, those will all get bundled up before they hit the blockchain. And mm. so what you end up getting is this shortcut, whereas normally in the, like a Robinhood or traditional market sense, your order would go first to the global books that all the major hedge funds can see. They <laughs> can then decide to make moves against your order or for your order or simply take your order or do nothing at all, obviously. Um, but by moving this geographically local and forcing it to be geographically bound to that local locale, you actually cut them out. 
it is a full shortcut between you and the order book. So it, if I could if I could draw you know a, an imagery for it, the individual trader that's going through an overline node is actually sitting at the same table as the major hedge funds and exchanges. This is called a first look or a right for a first look. And it's the most valuable thing to negotiate in a deal in the Wall Street world. So the premise of this whole conversation is taking Wall Street to Main Street. And we try to do it with IEX, slowing trades down. But all that really does is just create this really inefficient market that's very slow. What if before the big guy could decide if he wanted to take a trade, the regular guy could look first and see if he wanted that that route and see if that was a good deal for him before it hit the main market. So in the overline wireless universe, it goes node to node. And like you were saying, Kev, it has an unlimited distance, which is a huge part of building yep. a community. So you could go through 15 different nodes before ultimately touching a node that's connected to the internet and therefore then relaying it to the regular internet. And so every one of those people would have a chance to take your order first if it was a price that they wanted to take rather than these big dogs playing games with GameStop. It's, it's interesting because what you're also doing is you're incentivizing behavior that would create localized mini, for lack of a better word, Wall Streets, right? Because not everyone using the overlying wireless network is going to want to be uh, discovering the information that's on these trades. They, they don't always want to look at the first look. Maybe they want to use the text or the communication functionality only. But the people who are incentivized will begin to conglomerate where those nodes are. So what you're doing is you're creating a mini financial hub that exists at a localized area. Absolutely. 100%. You can, you can start to see how this kind of steam rolls um, especially with the effects of what the pandemic has done this last year, driving people to to find more stable environments. And a lot of the, the tech crowd ended up moving out of cities because they realized with a good internet connection, their work can be mobile. And what mm. this does is it, it brings that freedom of finances into these different little pockets. So anywhere there is people that want to do trading, either with each other or with the market at large, these localized exchanges can actually form naturally, homogeneously, and, and develop in a way that benefits the people they're actually using. So let's zoom back to a second for the individuals who are running a node. If I'm gonna run a node, how do I take a first look at a trade? Download the overline interchange. Very nice. Interchange, interchange is going to be the access point. Uh, the best way is always going to be running a full miner that positions your node. If you tie your node to a fully running miner, it positions your node as a gateway node automatically so that trading in and out of the, the wireless space to the wired space happens through you. Just whenever you hear that word, happens through you, that's passive income. So for people looking for Absolutely. passive income generators, when it happens because of you, that's that's another way of saying you get paid. So if you're running an overline desktop gateway, 
And what that really means is you're just running an overline node that connects to the internet. You're able to sit there and you're brokering in between two different worlds a type of trade that was coming from the wireless world and now it's entering the internet world and you are the bridge. And so because of that, there's, there's overline rewards to be made. 100%, but you should also feel like a valuable member of the bridge and the ecosystem. Part of this, part of, the, of what I love about this technology is the active participation in it. A, enables the people around you. So you should feel like it's a selfless, generous act to run a node because your presence, your physical geolocation presence benefits these other users. However, your act of selflessness that you may not be partaking in the network at all. Maybe you're not a trader and you just happen to be living in the right spot. But that act of selflessness powering one of these nodes, you should get paid for as well. So it takes that same Occupy Wall Street noise, which felt good, but didn't last a long time. And it applies that same philosophy, but it applies it in a functional sense. So yep. when, when people, anyone listening to this, and let's just be honest, anyone listening to this, you're an early adopter of Overline. So your main, your main part in history is you're going to be explaining this to people, why they use it or how they use it. When they ask you, well, oh, it's, so it's obviously just like X, Y, or Z, or they compare it to something. It just isn't. It's a new kind of model for you to wirelessly trade and offer first looks to the retail investor. That is huge. In a situation where the universe lets the big guy, the wealthy guy, pick the best, you will never win. And it results in the unfair markets that we see today. But I want to focus on the negative stuff. I'd love to hear, Craig, what are examples of the positive parts of the meme stocks? You know, these weird GameStop events where traders are combining themselves in different ways in the regular stock market. Uh, I think we sort of all collectively uh, experienced uh, a, a positive outcome of the, let's, let's just say, for example, the AMC stock. We saw a group of individuals from Main Street stand up and say, hey, the game is rigged. I think that's one of the biggest things that occurred out of the whole meme stock and AMC and even to a certain extent, some of the Dogecoin activity that we've seen over the last year uh, has been a lot of education. The individual understands that it's actually no, it's not a mystery why these giant corporations are losing or are winning every single time. It's because the game is set up such that the average individual is going to lose every single time. And so when you have events like this, where you have massive amounts of, uh, of creative collective action on the part of Wall Street bets or the AMC type stock, it, it reveals that the emperor is wearing no clothes. Those cracks at the center of the financial system are revealed when you start seeing the collective action of individuals fighting back. And I think that's one of the most interesting things about all this. Well, I'd like to, to tack onto that with a, I noticed this ghost army of educators appeared out of nowhere 
in a, mm. in a space that had been littered with like, in order to be an advanced trader, you must go get a degree or you must have you know, experience right. at an actual trade shop or something that's ethereal and scary that the average person shouldn't be able to get involved into. And overnight, the, the meme stock, Dogecoin, AMC, GameStop craze um, kind of generated this army of educators where I can now, with relative confidence, go online and at least learn about the system. And there's people that are willing to talk about it, people that have been trading. And I, I really like that about the some of the characters in that uh, the famous Reddit Wall Street Bets sure. line where they they had jobs at you know big hedge funds, sometimes actively had jobs whilst also participating in this ghost army of educators. And those are the people that I hope end up listening to this podcast. But everyone else that's listening to this podcast, I hope you feel like one of those people where, to Patrick's point, the early adopters are still happening for this technology. Mm. And so you will be one of the members of the ghost army of educators where when the general public turns around and says, hey, I can't access my, you know, my portfolio anymore. E-Trade you know, is down or whatever the, you know, the hassle or headache is. How do I get around this next time? How do I, you know, not lose out on a big opportunity next time? The the people, you guys listening right now, you're going to be the ones with answers to that. Let's zoom out for a second. First, you have a situation that created noise, which is something like Occupy Wall Street, and noise is powerful, but it isn't enough. Then you have a situation like IEX, which most people haven't heard of, and if they have, clearly it didn't work. Retail trading isn't happening there. And now finally, you're having a strategy for with Overline where first look is the goal. But it's not just first look. As Kevin's saying, being the informed individual, understanding how the pipes of trade work and becoming one of those pipes is valuable to you. So I don't want to just say that this is a philosophical initiative. I expect people to be running their entire business on the ability to pass trades in between the wireless world and the wired world. And my expectation with that is not that you're running a business like, you know, a, a, that you're in a, a difficult financial situation. I mean that you're running a business as a high profile member of the medical community or member of the law profession or uh, advanced technical career. And you're going to be making the equivalent amount of value for your family, a sort of universal basic value generated by your ability to broker these trades. So I want to get down to the applied sense. In in 2022, when these things first start shipping, and I'm not trying to scare everybody with, oh God, it'll be December 2022. But in 2022, when these land in people's hands, how are they going to get them? What's the process going to look like to set these up? Uh, process is going to be super easy. Smartphone-based uh, I don't want to get too into the details because uh, things between now and then are going to change. I'm not talking technology availability, but I'm talking feature sets. Like I personally am waiting for the next Samsung phone to come out because it looks like they're combining their Note flagship with their Galaxy flagship line. And that's intriguing to me. So then you'll have a real pen on some of the, the users of this app and maybe we'll have ways to do actual written signatures. Um, 
So I, without getting too into the weeds, smartphone setup is going to be the easy way to do absolutely everything. So I, I guess I'm going to boil this down. You get an antenna from Overline, or you build an antenna from Overline, show you how to do it, and then connect this to your phone. Is that what you're saying? Well, if it's one of ours, then then I can I can you know, darn near guarantee the phone connection. Um, if you build it yourself, and we'll show you how to do that later, that's then that's going to be a feature you need to add yourself, and we'll show you how to do that. But whether or not you do that or decide to control it through the computer, because I know I, at this point, all of our listeners are probably very familiar with computers or at the very least have a computer and have opened up some sort of programming command line based terminal at least once. So the computer side will always be available to interact with this technology, but the convenience side rests in cell phones and smart devices. Interesting. If you were to step all the way back to where this fits in the market, there are a lot of strategies for introducing things. So functionally, we're providing first look to retail investors by letting trades flow by your device first. So you see the price, you can decide to take it. Mm-hmm. But then we're providing an educational method that when you're doing this, you're learning. And with any form of education, you're getting an X factor. And then finally, there's a s- simplicity function here where if you're able to obtain one of these nodes, and you're able to then set it up in a strategic point in your city or an area that's dense, you're going to start to get these leg ups, you know, this local exchange group. But I want to drill down to in the market, how will this be presented? You know, how are we going to go on over every single news source and how are we going to get this out to the world? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think to, to your question earlier about what the most exciting thing that's been happening with the meme stocks, I think is sort of fuels the answer to this question is that we have an entire generation of people who have been given a crash course on cryptocurrency and on financial markets and how traditional financial markets are weak and ripe for change. I think that when you present not only a way to earn cryptocurrency, not only a way to decentralize infrastructure for a given area, but also to do so using the same tools that the big guys use at the hedge funds, I think all of a sudden this becomes a very, very easy and very, very straightforward message. It's a way for Main Street to use Wall Street's technology to earn a universal basic value. Fundamentally here, we are helping people make value money and that's going to be the goal. So 2022, I want to see every wireless trader generating revenue on their wireless device. And it's not very easy to take the cake from digital crypto exchanges. <laughs> These guys, their fees are ridiculous right now. Taking any percentage of those fees and distributing them amongst all of these wireless operators is a huge, huge market. And when you approach this from, hey, 2022 is, is the year of wireless trade, two to two, you're going to see this movement start. And we already know there's going to be a movement because the 
market has readily spoken up in terms of their unhappiness in the current stock market. So when you look to history, people organizing in groups is powerful. Give them a direction and uh, a tool to empower them, and you have the creation of new countries. You know, you have the, the entire basis of starting a new uh, political system. But before we go too far, the main point is in 2022, wireless trading is an entirely new field that is going to come out of nowhere for how people can access and use cryptocurrency in the air. And this is something that you're going to be able to walk down the street in New York City and get Bitcoin from the sky. But you're going to be able to walk down the street in Venezuela and in Sao Paulo and in Hong Kong and get Bitcoin from the sky. And that game is why every listener of this call has a decision to make. And you have this decision to make multiple times. So it's your opportunity to lose, which is how involved can I get in the Overline ecosystem right now? Can you start mining? Do you have a GPU? Can you build community services like consulting services for setting up mining infrastructure? You would be shocked how many people reach out to us to learn how to do this. It's a huge market opportunity to sell shovels to gold miners. There's nothing wrong with being a gold miner. For heaven's sakes, it's gold mining. Look at the prospecting waves that happened over the last 2,000 years. Copper, silver, gold, any metal, anything rare. We're talking about the very first time that a technology has been released solely focused on trade in the air. So when we look at what made the digital stock market, what made NASDAQ, it's because it brought something unique to trade itself. The first time that you saw computerized trading. And so weirdly, in 30 years, just like Ken Griffin at Citadel figured out that you could trade really quickly with a computer and using a computer to make your trading decisions is a great idea. People listening to this call, figuring out how to participate in the Overline Network and realizing that wireless trade is going to leave trade permanently changed forever. That 2022 is your year. 2022 is your year to take Overline and run with it like nothing you've ever run with in your life. And the result is, is a participation in, as Kevin is talking about, a movement to, to inform investors, but a movement to be able to help others to stabilize and equalize the playing field. 2022 is wireless trade, but 2022 is your opportunity to make it the most successful year for you ever. I can't think of a better way to end, end the podcast today. 2022 wireless traders it's your year thank you so much for joining us everyone uh kevin patrick thank you very much for your time thanks thanks greg all right everyone we'll see you on the next episode thanks for listening that was the overline podcast tune in to listen to us weekly or follow us on twitter at overline network